nurses, informatics and innovative technology are now part and parcel of healthcare and nursing. Let's talk about the opportunities available to you here on episode 114 of the Nurse Keith Show. Hey, everybody, what's up and welcome to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. Did you know you can use that hashtag on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook? That's right. Nurse Keith Nation, Nurse Keith, they all work. Anyway, this podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, The Gluten-Free RN, and Kevin Ross's The Kick Flip Effect, a new business podcast that's launching soon. Elizabeth Scala's also planning two new podcasts for the network, so stay tuned for those launching hopefully sometime this summer. You can find The Nurse Keith Show on iTunes, of course. Leave a rating and review if you'd be so kind. It really helps other people find the show. Meanwhile, find me at NurseKeith.com, of course, and all over social media. And you know what? This episode is going to be filled with resources and links and all sorts of things you're going to want to check out. So head over to the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 114. That is nursekeith.com forward slash episode 114. Anyway, I'm thrilled you're here and I want to dig right into today's topic. So head over with me into the studio. Folks, we all know that technology is changing exponentially and so rapidly that barely any of us can keep up, right? And healthcare and nursing are really part of that speeding train of innovation. There's really no stopping it at this point. So back in the 1990s, of course, the internet and the World Wide Web really came into popular usage. And the 21st century has just seen incredible change. And there's so much disruption happening in that sector, in terms of technological innovation, that we really have no idea what's going to happen next. Well, some people do, but most of us don't. And what the question is that I want to ask you now is what can nurses do, that's you, to leverage this opportunity in terms of the growth of technology? Now, I don't study informatics or tech or anything like that in an academic way, but I do have a great interest in technology. I read all about it because I find it fascinating, and I adopt the technologies that work for me and that my brain can actually grasp, and the ones that I can't really grasp, I just admire them from afar, or I talk to people who are really actually good at those things. However, No matter where my intellect lies in terms of technology, I know a big thing when I see it. And informatics, my friends, is a big thing. It's big for nurses. It's big for everyone around the planet. So if you're a nurse with a facility for computers, for data, for information systems, for tech innovation in general, there's a space if you want to carve out a career path that's focused on those constant ongoing changes that are happening in the healthcare space 
in terms of technological advances. Some of you nurses who've been in the profession for a long time probably have been working with computers on some level for quite a few decades, even back before the internet and the World Wide Web came into use in the 90s. So we've seen seismic shifts in the terms of technology. A lot of us have interacted with EMRs and EHRs, electronic medical records. That's where a lot of us have come into contact with technologies impacting nursing very directly. Also, there are those robots and Pixis machines on hospital units that distribute and dispense medications. So we have been interacting with these technologies in various ways over the years. Now, there's a whole lot more going on for nurses in terms of technology beyond EMRs, EHRs, and robot medication dispensers. And we don't really know how all of this is going to develop in the next several decades, but we know it's going to happen. Remember back in the day, some of you who've been working in healthcare for a while, when robotic surgery came in, where the surgeon would be using joysticks or whatever to manipulate robotic arms and robotic equipment so that they could actually perform microsurgeries without having their hands in the patient? Well, that seemed like a really humongous thing at the time. But now we're looking at how robotics might infiltrate and in some ways disrupt the healthcare space in positive and negative ways. Artificial intelligence is also definitely going to come into play in healthcare, whether we like it or not. And billions and billions of dollars are being spent on this right now, even though a lot of us can't see it right in front of our faces. Now, we might like to think that bedside nursing is going to be 100% immune from robotics and artificial intelligence. I'm sorry to tell you this, folks, but I think in this next generation, maybe not in my lifetime, I'm already in my 50s, I might be dead and gone by this time, but maybe before I'm dead, there will be changes to bedside nursing involving robotics. Now, on the bright side, we might have bedside robots that are able to be summoned to the bed of a patient that needs a transfer or needs to be lifted or turned. And the robot will actually do that for the nurse so the nurse doesn't have to hurt his or her back. Those musculoskeletal injuries are no fun, of course. Many of you already know that. And it's also could be much safer for the patient because the transfers will be quite safe, monitored by the nurse, but performed by a robot. Also, I'm aware, and I've watched videos online of how the military, especially here in the United States, has been developing exoskeletons that soldiers can wear in the battlefield. Yes, you might think of RoboCop, where the soldier can actually lift enormous weights, can do all sorts of amazing physical feats without straining their muscles. And maybe some of those exoskeletons could eventually be brought into play in the healthcare space, especially, again, for transfers in the movement of patients. I know this all seems very far-fetched, but I actually am of the mind that this could actually come to pass at some point, and we'll get to how this could impact you and your career choices in a few minutes. Now, I know a very intelligent and skilled nurse who works as a remote 
nurse. He works in a monitoring center. It's highly computerized, very high tech, where he and his colleagues can monitor very critically and acutely ill patients in multiple facilities around the country. He and his team keep an eye on labs. They keep an eye on sensors and all sorts of readouts. They can actually speak by audio and video with the team and even with the patient and the nurses in the room. It's really high tech stuff. This kind of job didn't even exist. 20 years ago, maybe not even 10 years ago, but this kind of thing is becoming more and more common. And if you are comfortable with this sort of nursing practice remotely, not really having patient contact, this could really be for you. And I assure you the other similar types of jobs that are coming down the road might also appeal to some of you. I still feel, and I will hold to this opinion, that any specialty in nursing or medicine related to geriatrics is still really hot right now and really worth exploring. I equally feel that informatics, information systems, digital technologies, and medical technology are also doors that are open wide to nurses who are interested in those particular fields. Some of you out there might be working with EPIC or some other electronic medical record or EHR, and you've already become a super user in your facility or in your unit. Now, super users are often simply nurses or other staff who just have great facility with information systems and software and computers, and they can intuitively navigate a new program, figure it out learn all the shortcuts, find new ways to do things, and then teach their colleagues how to do that. I've been a super user in several of my iterations as a clinical nurse, and many of you out there probably are as well, or you work with super users who support you and help you in your clinical nursing. Now, that can sometimes be leveraged into a position. I've known several nurses who basically volunteered to become super users and received extra training and then went out and trained the other people in their hospital or facility or unit. And one nurse I interviewed for a magazine a few years ago, he did just that. He was a nurse who volunteered. He loved computers. He helped other people learn. The informatics department saw how amazing he was. They hired him right in, lassoed him and brought him in the informatics department. Then when they saw how successful he was in the department, they sent him to school for a master's degree in nursing informatics and information systems management. So his interest and his ambition, his volunteerism and the way in which he was able to just jump right in there, right out of the frying pan into the fire and be successful, got him an entire career path basically laid at his feet. I'm not saying that'll happen for everyone, but there are different ways to enter the field. That is one way to go about it for sure. So another place where I see great promise and pretty much unmitigated growth is the leadership sector in terms of information technologies in nursing and healthcare. Some nurses are entering informatics and information management through the front door. So they're going out there and getting a certification in nursing informatics or a master's degree or even a PhD in areas like information systems management or informatics leadership, both of which 
can really lead to some pretty significant opportunities out there. I have some links to a couple programs that I recommend. One is at American Sentinel University, and there are others listed here in the show notes as well for Walden, Capella, Johns Hopkins. I also have a list for a Penn State nine-credit online certificate program in nursing informatics. All of those links will be in the show notes at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 114 if you want to check those out and look at the links. Now, let's talk jobs, salaries, and the rest for a second. The American Nursing Informatics Association, the ANIA, is definitely a good resource to check out. They have a peer-reviewed journal that launched back in 2016. The links to those are in the show notes as well. And when I looked at salary information in the run-up to recording this episode of Nurse Keith's show, payscale.com showed that the average informatics nurse salary was $75,518, and they specify that when you have experience or skills in clinical information systems, this can often lead to higher pay in the sector. When I went over to Indeed.com, they were looking at information systems managers earning an average of 97775 but they didn't really break that down into nursing positions. So we can't, we have to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt because they weren't talking about nurses specifically. And when I did a quick search on Indeed for nurse informatics jobs, not really checking for any particular geographical region of the country, I saw 1,281 open positions. Those included information analyst, informatics nurse, clinical informatics specialist, and a lot of other position titles. And when I hopped over to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they don't really offer specific information on nursing informatics. I wish they broke nursing down more into various specialties. But computer systems analysts in general seem to be earning an average of about $87,000 a year. So you're getting an idea of the ballpark in terms of the earning potential. I was also aware, so I headed over to the website of the Nursing Informatics Workforce Survey that's done every year by the Health Information and Management Systems Society, the HIMSS. Links are in the show notes, of course. Their 2017 survey is really interesting. There are lots of quotes and information from it in the show notes. I'm just going to mention a couple details here. They surveyed quite a few nurses who work in informatics, and more than half, about 56%, said that they'd had some type of on-the-job informatics training, and of those, 28% had on-the-job training compared to 34% back in 2014, so not as many reported having on-the-job training as several years ago. 41% of the respondents reported they were currently enrolled in some type of informatics education or training, and 25% said that their salary was between $86,000 and $100,000, while 24% were in the $61,000 to $85,000, and 46% indicated a salary of over $100,000. And this was a significant increase from 2014 in terms of the range of salaries over $100,000. Interestingly, also, 
58% of the people surveyed, the nursing informaticists surveyed, said that they were satisfied or highly satisfied with their current position, and 80% were also satisfied or highly satisfied with their career choice in informatics. So this tells us that people are earning decent money. They are pursuing education or certification. Many have received on-the-job training, and most seem quite pleased with their choice of career path in nursing, which I think is really great. Now, a very small percentage, only 10% of the respondents to this survey were actually advanced practice registered nurses. More than half had a master's degree. 22% had an MSN and 23% had a master's in nursing informatics. And it seems that that master's in nursing informatics definitely has a bearing on your marketability and on your earning potential, just in general. And if for those people who want to pursue certification, there is a nursing informatics certification through the American Nurses Credentialing Center. Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. Now, in terms of executive positions in informatics, 32% of the people responding to the survey said that their organization had a chief nurse informatics officer, a CNIO. The CNIO usually reports to the CNO of the hospital and is part of the C-suite, the executive suite of the hospital. So we can see that there's room for executive positions in hospital organizations in the United States, I'm talking about the U.S. here specifically, for chief nurse informatics officers, for those people who really want to rise to the top and be an executive nurse in the informatics infrastructure, that possibility is definitely there. So folks, we don't exactly know where the future of healthcare is headed in terms of technology, but I am totally putting my money on robotics artificial intelligence, more and more highly sophisticated apps that we use on handheld devices at the bedside or even in the home for home health and hospice and other innovations, including possibly the uses of virtual reality in terms of patient care and also education of patients. 
Now, we also can't predict how nurse informaticists are going to be utilized in the long term and how job prospects are going to change in the years to come. We also don't know how the economics of healthcare are going to change. This is the thing. For many of us, we look at healthcare, and I think a lot of the people in the executive and administrative branches of healthcare that are watching the bank accounts, they're seeing that it's a fairly low margin of profit in many sectors. One of my concerns is that in terms of these robotic technologies to assist with lifting and patient turning and all these other things that I mentioned, my concern is that a lot of facilities are not going to have the profit margins to be able to initiate or instigate the use of certain types of technologies, mostly because of economics. However, we also don't know how the cost of these technologies will be driven down as competition increases in terms of the production of these technologies, so we can't predict how things will go. However, I think we can draw a pretty broad conclusion that nurses who want to enter the tech field who want to work in this innovative area in informatics and information system management, whether that's as a staff nurse, as a super user, as an informatics manager, or as a chief nursing information officer, wherever it is you want to fall in that ecosystem of nursing informatics and information technologies, the doors are open to you. There are definitely employers out there hungry for nurse informaticists. So if you're interested in this line of a career trajectory, here are a couple recommendations I have for you. One is do your due diligence. Don't just look at salaries, though of course you want to check out salaries. You want to look at marketability of particular certifications and particular degree paths. Before you spend your money on a degree path or a certification, talk to people who have received those degrees and certifications and find out how it has served them in their career. Find out what their earning potential has been and what they expect it to be. Find out what kind of mobility they have within the infrastructure of the hospital or healthcare facility where they work. See if they feel that they there are lateral moves that they can make to pursue their interests. Find out what's happening for them. Do some informational interviews with these informaticists and learn what it's like or shadow a nurse informaticist. See what their job is like. See how it is their day flows and if this interests you or not. If you're a real people person and you really thrive on nurse-patient interaction, informatics might not be for you. However, if you're an introvert or perhaps you have a musculoskeletal injury and you can no longer work at the bedside, you have trouble walking or standing you can actually find a way, a path into informatics and find a way to serve as a nurse without needing to hurt yourself or accept a position that is not good for you physically, etc. So the opportunities are there, but I recommend you do your due diligence, find out what people are doing and see if it's really a good fit for you. And again, folks, we can't make predictions, but I know, I feel it in my heart and in my mind and in my gut that informatics and, by the way, also geriatrics are two areas of great growth for nurses. So if your interests are there, dig deep, 
do some research, talk to some people, do lots of reading, lots of exploring, talking to people at different programs around the country, find out what's happening in this particular sector of nursing. And if it interests you, go for it. So there we have it, folks. Thanks for listening to episode 114 of The Nurse Keith Show. Again, the show notes are at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 114. If you're interested in the study that I quoted, if you're interested in the resources that I mentioned, especially the programs, the online nursing programs that you want to check out at Walden University, Capella, American Sentinel, etc. Those links are all in the show notes for you to enjoy and share with others. I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. If this didn't interest you specifically, perhaps you have a colleague you'd like to share this episode with or share the show notes with someone who's interested in informatics who might want to look at that, and it might really move the needle for them in terms of their career path and their trajectory. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your professional satisfaction and your career development. And did you know that you could become a patron of The Nurse Keith Show? That's right. I have a number of listeners who pledge as little as $2 a month to The Nurse Keith Show at patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash nurse Keith. The link is also at the bottom of the show notes for every episode. If you pledge $2 a month, you're basically donating 50 cents an episode to help support the Nurse Keith show. If you pledge at least $5, I'll send you a nice little something in the mail. If you pledge 10, 15, 25, or $30 a month, there's free coaching and other prizes in the offing for you. Thanks again to everyone who has pledged their support to the Nurse Keith show. This episode and all episodes of The Nurse Keith Show are edited and produced by the amazing and technically savvy Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Check out his website. He is also the producer and editor for many of the shows at the Pulse Media Network. Social media and promotion are handled by the capable and kind Mark Cappiespeason. Thanks again to Tim and Mark for being part of the team. Couldn't do without either of you. Again, post a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps people find the show. Hit me up on Twitter, at Nurse Keith. Facebook is at Nurse Keith Coaching. Instagram is at Nurse Keith Coaching. And my email is keith at nursekeith.com. And if you want to leave me a voicemail and ask a question, I can actually play your voice on the air and answer your question. Head over to nursekeith.com. Click on the bright pink banner on the left-hand margin of any page. Leave me a message. I will play your voice on the air and talk right back to you. How about that? Folks, stay positive. Care for yourself and others. Take inspired action in the interest of your career. And tune in again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, and more technologically savvy than you ever imagined. Be well. Dig deep. Keep in touch. And adios till next time from beautiful and quite hot today, Santa Fe, New Mexico. See you soon. 